2: Welcome, everybody. It's the sport of episode 147. I'm your host, Brandon. With me tonight in the studio, sport of HQ is John. Hi, John. How's it going, Brandon? And Stu is here. He's on the mend. Hi, Stu.
3: Hey, guys. Uh, how's it going?
2: Sounding good, Stu. Better. A lot better. Still not 100 uh-huh. Still not 100%. Still not 100%. <laughs> and we also have Clarence Swamptown. Hi, Clarence. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's I going. am having
3: my second beer in 10 days right now. Clarence so did not If you, Claren- did you ever want to quit drinking, get as sick as I was where beer doesn't taste good and coffee is just kind of whatever and food just has no flavor and you're just everything is just gray and it's just living it's in like, England it's like Suhan writing a <laughs>
4: column.
3: The zone Su- Suhan gets when he's writing a column where, where there's no joy and there's no light just, and everything's just ashy and gray. Was, I, <laughs> I had I had the Suhan sickness yep. is what I had.
2: Cloudy. Stay cloudy. <laughs> Don't ever show oh. joy.
3: Yeah, just nothing. Uh, it was it was brutal. I I am just now recovering.
2: Well, I'm also a little sick. I wanna I wanna gripe for a little bit, but first off I just wanted to warn listeners that we might not have Clarence's full attention all evening. Um he just discovered Kanye's Twitter feed and tends to read that when he's not interested in whatever discussion we're having. And which since is always since we're probably going to be talking about some hoops and some soccer and a few other things. He may uh, he may be fading out here and there. Uh, and while he gets into Kanye's Twitter feed, fair warning to listeners. Um, but Stu, I'm glad to hear that you're doing better. I'm not as happy um, to hear that. I think you passed it off to me somehow because I'm uh, I don't know if you can tell in my voice, but I'm not feeling too great. This is not the first
0: time somebody's been infected by the Sword of podcast.
2: That's very <laughs> true. But it's
0: the first time that it's been passed via a podcast episode. It's the first time
3: it hasn't happened in a free clinic somewhere in a really bad neighborhood. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I was in a uh, all-day meeting today, like sequestered in a conference room and I had like I had to hold a sneeze for 7 straight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> oh, miserable that's all i kept thinking about in the middle of like this brainstorm and t charts and whiteboards was like i want to sneeze but it's like a minor fear of mine that i would sneeze you know into my arm <laughs> and then look out and there's like a pound of snot on my arm yep because
0: that's a bad moment what do you do
2: you look down and there's just nothing but not on
0: your <laughs> yeah. arm it's hard to hide you can't just like Pull your sleeve in. Just, <laughs> yeah, no. It I, have I been dislocated like, my shoulder, guys. I got to keep it real close to my body here.
2: Oh, God, it would have been terrible. And, like, allergy sneezing is one thing. This is like a mucus sneeze yeah. where I don't know how much stuff Productive. is going to come out. It's probably like a top five work fear of mine is uh, is one of those sick sneezes. Mine is we, uh bread. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brad.
5: We have to see. lower the cost of textbooks. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> thanks for uh, Thanks for that. No, that's totally relevant. That that makes sense right now. Uh, John, did you have a work fear that you want to talk about? Yeah, well, my work fear is getting
0: a terrible nosebleed in the middle of a meeting that I'm bleeding. Oh, yeah, that'd be Just bad. Just the
2: winter nosebleed
0: when suddenly everything's so dry. Yeah. And all of a sudden I have to leave because
2: I'm bleeding everywhere. I And have. everyone
0: starts rumors about me having a cocaine problem. Yeah, and
2: yeah yep that's my fear. I can't imagine uh that would be bad, obviously, the number one work fear is accidental fart, yep in a meeting. yep that is so scary to me that I'll sometimes think about it and get really nervous, <laughs> even though it didn't even happen. I'm all of a sudden like kind of flush and sweaty <coughs> yeah. and like that didn't even happen. I just thought that it might at some point meeting the c e o
0: oh nice to meet you, sir. Just burp. <laughs> <laughs>
2: There are probably some work environments where that's fine. I am not in one of those. It's all ladies and everyone's really polite and formal and just squeaking one out would be the (laughs) most disastrous uh, thing. And because it's all ladies, if somebody else does one, it's on me. Yep. It's all coming back to you. No, no doubt about it. Um, Anyway, with that... (laughs) All uh, right, we're three minutes into with podcast, the podcast, so
0: we're already talking about work partying. We're going
2: to talk hockey, football, basketball, hoops, soccer, maybe some twins, maybe some music. I'm not sure. But uh, I think we should start with a thing that we all saw coming for weeks, maybe months now, uh, the firing of Mr. Mike Yo. Really, since before the season. is Has it, it been on our radar that long?
0: Well, every year they have this soon. Every year they... Are terrible for a month straight, and last year they had to trade for a goaltender to get out of it. This year they had to fire the coach. And you think this is gonna help them? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't necessarily know that it was Mike Yo's fault necessarily, but somebody's got to get fired, and he's the one that is easily fired. It makes sense. <laughs> they'd fire they'd fire Miko Koivu if they could, but they can't. They'd fire Zach Parise if they could, but they can't. They'd fire Jason Baumenvill. Out of a cannon if they could. But they can't. <laughs>
2: uh they don't really like dislike Parisi, right?
0: Not necessarily n- that's not what I'm saying, but they would happily get out of that contract if they oh, could. Oh, would they? I there are probably what would you say, Clarence? Six or seven contracts they would end right now if they could?
5: Hmm. Uh I can think of Yeah, five <laughs>
0: Pominville and Koivu for yep. sure. Nicholas Backstrom for sure. Yep. Um, um, probably Parisi and Suter because they're signed for a billion more years.
5: Parisi and Suter. So what are we up to five? That's and then five the one is the one that. Yep, the Van- the one I think is the one that's. Uh, I don't know. It's not. Isn't Vanek contract
0: over after this year, or does he have one more year no. after
5: this? Yeah, one more year after yep, that. They would get out of on
0: that not one. For a, that's
3: He'll get double nothing on the duration of the contract. <laughs>
4: oh, shit.
3: There we go. He needs the money. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Who did they sign this offseason? Was it Spurgeon they signed for about five years?
5: Uh, Brodeen? Was that this offseason no,
0: or was that the last season? I think that might be this offseason. They extended keep him. him. He's
5: got like six years. He's fine.
0: Yeah, I think they'd keep that one. Bro, But didn't Spurgeon or Prosser or somebody get four or five years?
5: Mm-hmm. What Prosser Spurgeon did. I've never heard of Prosser. Yeah, well, Prosser's, I, I would be surprised be a, if
0: Prosser got five years, I guess, because he was scratched RFA,
5: day,
2: yeah.
0: So Okay, so they at can't least do five, any of that,
2: yeah, is what we're saying. Because
0: they also hand out no trade clauses like, can, like candy to all these guys, so there's no getting rid of
2: Unnecessarily, it. Yeah. unnecessarily hand them yep. out. Just no reason for it. They do it just because they, they work hard, they're nice.
5: I don't I don't know. It's it's unexplainable.
2: This I mean
0: Chuck Fletcher has had a up and down tenure, I think would be the nicest possible way to put it.
2: How long's he been around for? 8 years, 10 years? S-
0: 7 years? Okay. 6 years, 7
2: years, something like
0: that. Uh-huh. But this is the second time he's had to fire a coach that he handpicked. The first was Todd Richards who was terrible 100% of the time Yeah, And you know I mean Despite how much we've complained About him he's He was in his sixth season I I think So he wasn't like It wasn't like he was doing Nothing and was a complete Failure but again this is Two coaches that he's tried and have failed To do much with him so It's a little hard It's a little hard to look at Fletcher in terms of his coaching picks And be happy about it He's got a record of trading away draft picks For not a heck of a lot At the trade deadline because every year Thanks to Mike Yo's coaching Every year they need some sort of shot in the arm To try to make the playoffs Right? Whether it's trading a second rounder for Matt Molson to score one goal or whatever he scored or I don't know him either <laughs> We talked about it many times on the podcast. This Matt was Molson? during this was during the podcast era, Brandon. That sounds like you a made-up Canadian name. <laughs> Matt that's Molson, totally
3: a made-up Canadian name.
0: Yeah, most of the names in the NHL sound like a made-up Canadian name. Even the cool names like PK Subban sound like they're made up. Well, Matt
2: Molson's such a boring name, where it seems like mm-hmm. that's the stand-in of like we got a Matt Molson up there, you know, like uh, like Alan Smithy, you know, that guy. Yep, that seems to be the Alan Smithy. Burt Kokanee. Yeah, <laughs> Kokanee. Yeah, Burt Kokanee. Very Yeah, yeah. Um, so Clarence, what was the stipulation that you, you, you put a few forth for you to start carrying up with the Wild again? Was it, was it yo being fired or did he, did he need to be fired and you still require that handwritten letter of apology? No,
5: it was an or. It was an it was or. Okay. There was an or. It wasn't and. It was an or. So I, I can care about them again. I'm oh, watching them right now. That's yep, great. So you're just, happy about you
2: just took two weeks off maybe, a little, little mini vacation?
5: It took two, uh, two weeks off of caring, yep. yep. It was nice, you know, caught my breath, took a deep breath in, deep breath out.
2: You probably care Did about little, each other more now and sort of have realized how much you mean to each other.
5: Uh, I'm a little, I'm kind of wondering if, they stepped, if the wild stepped out on me during that two-week deal. Yep. You know, it was kind of all know, bets what? off. You guys were huh. on a break. Yeah, I don't think that's no, something you need you know to worry what? about. You know what, Ross? <laughs> it doesn't work that way.
2: Well, I mean, you shouldn't have said that you were on a break. I don't understand it. You took the break, Clarence. If they end up sleeping with some if they of the fans. cared
5: about me, then they, they, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have stepped out with a different fan. It
2: just sounds like a dysfunctional, Apparently, unhealthy relationship. It didn't mean anything. No. Well, if you cared, you wouldn't have stepped out yourself. On a break. Why don't you go play with your dinosaurs, Ross? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'd love to believe there's somebody who's like 21 years old. It's like, what, like, the what f- are they f- talking about? Who the fuck is Ross? Was this show ever popular?
3: <sighs> I wonder somebody tell me about um, Renegade Cop John Torchetti and yeah. why he's the What do we know him about him, Clarence? Now? Yeah, I thought he died
2: in Die Hard.
3: Um, Where did he come from?
5: Boston. So he came from the Iowa Wild. He was mm-hmm. their the Iowa uh, head coach. Mm-hmm. He has been an interim NHL coach two other times. This is his third <coughs> time doing what he's doing now. or're coming a in red flag. Uh, yeah, but he's not, yeah, I don't know if it's a red flag. it's it's not easy to break into the NHL coaching circles. It really isn't. It's not mm-hmm. they recycle so many old coaches that it's hard to be. There really coach.
0: there are a, 33 NHL coaches at any one time. And so there's three guys who are unemployed. <laughs> I just wait. And that's who you get to pick from if you fire your coach. Or you, can, or you can take your team's minor league affiliate coach and promote him. That's really your only So in order to break I mean, into 33, you just have to kill one of yeah, them? you have to murder John Tortorell. <laughs> <laughs> and many have tried, and no one succeeded yet.
5: Well, so I don't know. I mean, he worked his way up through the minor leagues. He coached in, like... At San Antonio, and you know, just there was there was a great story
0: about. in the paper today about where he came from and where he started. He played like minor league hockey for five years, and then he was coaching in the ECHL as an mm-hmm. assistant, where you don't get paid if you're an assistant. So during yeah. the day, he'd drive a cab like all day and all night, and then coach hockey after that.
5: Wow! And then he's kind of like in the Zimmer mold, where he worked his way. He, it's not like he was a professional player. It's not like he was Craig Hartsburg, yeah. a great professional that just kind of only spent a couple years out of the game, and then, or you know, even ten years out of the game, and then got hoisted right into a spot where Patrick Waugh, where he's a you know future Hall of Famer, maybe one or two years in the minors, he's a couple a years frock, in juniors,
0: Hiring yeah, people that order opposing players and then gets promoted to the
5: NHL. Sure,
0: I That's suppose. way story is all Torchetti the time.
5: Torchetti is what, like fifty, early 50 51, 52, something like that, or somewhere
2: in there. He's three days um, from retirement,
3: and he's getting to
2: <laughs> one last job. Torchetti, God damn it, I'm in.
3: I'll have your badge, Torchetti.
2: <laughs> uh, so the the um, the good. Uh what what am I trying to say? The upper limit here would be he's the next Mike Zimmer. An underappreciated, hardworking guy. Uh he could also potentially be the Jim Tomsula yeah. of uh <laughs> of That's the an excellent HL. comparison. <laughs>
0: he's either Zimmer or Tomsula.
2: Okay. All right. And by the way, I that's the San Francisco 49ers coach who was, like, homeless for six years, worked yeah. his way up to the coaching ranks, <laughs> way out of his league. Everybody knew it except, apparently, the GM of the 49ers, and he proceeded to be way out of his league and then got fired. So, yeah, you know how there's back 33 the NFL coaches? <laughs> there are
0: 16 NFL coaches. <laughs> and then after that, you're hiring Liam
2: Kiffin for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that's his uh, upside-downside scenario, right?
0: But he's got a Boston accent, yep. which is fun. His
2: name's John Torchetti, for God's sakes. I want him to be around forever.
0: <laughs> I, I honestly don't understand why this name is so entertaining to you guys.
3: It's beautiful. His name is John Torchetti, John.
2: John Torchetti. I mean, I used to make up fake names, member, for the podcast? And I would spend, like, yeah. hours thinking of interesting, intense, made-up names. I... I never
3: thought of Torchetti.
2: <laughs> John Torchetti <laughs> in the sports fist. It's just fucking perfect.
3: <laughs> he deals out his own brand of justice.
2: Because if he had a different first name, it would, be, it would be too much. It would be too over the top, right? There's yeah. a limit to how dramatic you can go with a name. It's got to yeah. be.
0: Even Bob Torchetti wouldn't work real mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Gene Torchetti. No, that's weird. Great. That's
2: too over the top. Yep. It's too dramatic. John Torchetti is just perfect. It just rolls right off the tongue. Uh, so, so we love him for that reason. Is he going to, what could he do right now to just blow people away? Would it be just mixing up the lines and the power play would have?
5: Well, what do you needs? mean? Like, what could he accomplish or what could
2: he do? Like, what? Well, the, I, less about results, more about the process. What would he do to actually? Like, like
5: cutting Pommonville. Yes, Like cutting, like yeah. saying, you go to Iowa, or or you can sit on the bench. That I think people would raise their eyebrows. Um,
2: so he has you know, options in terms of the roster. Is he allowed to do that? Is that hi- part of his oh, job? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I okay. think it
5: sounds like he's been given the free reigns. Hey, I'll, you know, whatever he wants to do, he has the option to do it. Zucker just scored a fucking beautiful goal. He is a peacock, Sarge. He needs to fly. <laughs> yo, you son of a bitch. Hope you're sitting at home fucking watching that goal. That just happened, you cocksucker. <laughs> fucking Zucker did that all on his own, you piece of shit.
2: Did they not Fuck like you. yo, do we think, the players?
5: Yeah, I, I suspect there might be a little animosity there. Well, yo sort Kelsey of like Scratzy.
0: a substitute teacher that lets you do whatever you want. And as a result, has no respect from anyone. Like guys, they let you go to the computer lab every day. How come you don't listen when I say you can't go to the computer lab today? Right.
2: That's him. So some people probably like that, but most dudes are like, "You're a moron." Some people like him. Nobody respects him. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. All right. I got another sneeze stuck in my nose. Ah! Make it happen. <laughs> Make it happen! Oh my God, I'm actually
0: this is the worst. I'm actually in the studio, so I can just see, I can see the oh inside. God, Usually crying. Brandon would be able to mute himself and just step out of the conversation. Although then the rest of us would be silent because we don't have Brandon to tell us what to do. But true. Oh just man, make it happen! Oh, I wish I I'm going to broadcast this sneeze. Yes, Ugh. Brandon's looking down at the table. He okay, looks, he looks angry. Looks sad. Whew. His eyes are watery.
5: Uh, Dave Jobs wanted to lower the price of textbooks. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, Any other thoughts on the Yo firing? Is this a lovely day? Lovely day. I'm glad he's dead. All right. And
0: my my fear, and I, I, I may have said this on Twitter, but my fear is that he was preceded by Todd Richards, who was a terrible coach. And my fear is that Torchetti or perhaps whoever they get to replace Torchetti, Torchetti will also be a terrible coach. And then we'll get a Glenn Mason effect going on where people are like, you know, Yo took him to the playoffs three times. They even it was they stable. won a couple series. It was it was it was good. You, you know, why, we weren't in love. Why couldn't but... we understand why couldn't we appreciate what we had then? Yeah. Back when we were in the playoffs, like Flip Saunders losing seven consecutive first round playoff series at the Timberwolves, yeah. why couldn't we enjoy that? Now, oh, that's great. after they haven't been to the playoffs in a dozen years, yeah. That Glenn, uh, I just fear that people are going to misremember this. And yes, I am talking to you, Mike Rand, and yes, I am talking to you, John Bonus.
1: You oh, guys shit.
0: are, as far as I'm concerned, the prime Glenn Mason apologists. And now, Mike Yo so is fun. your guy. Mike Yo is both your
2: guy. We are okay as Minnesota sports with low ceiling competence. Yeah. More than every other market. Many other markets.
0: I think Browns fans would be happy with low ceiling competence. Maybe, yeah. For a few years. Many other markets, not every market, yeah.
2: And not like the other way. Obviously, you can go in the opposite direction, and then you turn into, I don't know, Philly, where you're throwing batteries at other fans for no reason you know you could you could get way too weird town you could get too abrasive but i think that our point of view has always been trying to push fans in general of like stop being so happy with a friendly mediocre is not good mediocre is not good
0: don't confuse mild success with competence yes yep
2: and fans play no role in the outcome of games they do play
3: a that. Tiny... I think is
0: true everywhere. <laughs> no, no, no I that's think, true. I think that the guy who hit believe.
3: that uh, that hockey ref in the nuts with his beer. I think that guy has played it <laughs> what <out>. a pass! <laughs> just that a was perfect pass.
2: That, that person is very sportive.
3: <laughs>
0: yep.
5: Yes. <If laughs> that was player. a hell of a play. If you I don't remember, a whole beer at a ref on the ice. You're very. It sporting. hit the ice with some weight. There was lick, mm-hmm. There was a lot of beer in that can. Mm-hmm. It might have even been full because it didn't just float. It, like hit the guy in the nuts and then hit the ice immediately with some
0: heft. Which hockey arena is selling full cans of beer and just letting the fans take them down into the stands? Like,
3: yeah, that might have been a place
0: where John Tarchetti used to go. I, I don't see what could go wrong here. <laughs> I remember yeah, when I was when I was in college, I worked concessions at.
3: sick at, I used like, to go to college. Back. Mariucci
0: Arena and. One of the tournaments I worked was like the women's world championship, and for some reason they had this rule that you were not allowed to leave the top on a pop bottle. Like you could sell somebody a bottle of water, but you had to take the cap. You took it with you, yeah. That's because otherwise they could screw the cap on and throw it. And so many people were like, "You know, I could just throw it without the cap on, and it would do the exact same thing, right?" And I'd have to sit there and be like, "I know, but they'll." They'll just fire me because I'm making $7 an hour. You
2: don't make the rules. You just enforce them. Yeah. You know who doesn't uh, play by the rules? John Torchetti. (laughs) (laughs) He's a fish out of water in a world he never made. Rules? I don't give a damn about rules. So do you want to play the game where I uh, have you guess the Wilds' playoff percentage chances? Yeah, I like this game. You do like this game? I do like this game. It's the only game that... uh, that you like? That I.
4: <laughs> Which game to did do? we
0: play for a while that we all determined we hated?
2: Um, it was I think it was the guest, line,
0: guest, of, guest of Vikings Line. Yeah, you finally were just. Like, <clears> I think we called you Bill Simmons a couple times. Us.
2: <laughs> you call me Bill Simmons in that uh, that sort of dung man. All right, that fucking playoff hurt. percentage. Playoff percentage,
0: uh, as of this right morning, right now, are nineteen percent to make the playoffs. Uh, all right.
5: Clarence? 37%.
2: Stu? Five. Five. Uh, The answer is you all went under. It's 41%. What? That can't possibly be true. They're four points behind, right? Yeah, but they're four points out of last. They're four, four points out of last. Yeah, they are. They're five points out of that, too. You're right. But they also have three more games remaining than Colorado? Oh really? If that's right. They have it says 26 remaining, we have 29 remaining. I'll, so, well that
0: explains it right there then.
2: So there's those three games, four points, it's possible. And we are technically if you care about SRS, which who knows. Uh there's a lot more in the hockey. <laughs> I, than SRS. I love 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 white people. <laughs> <laughs> uh Minnesota's SRS is slightly better than Colorado and Nashville.
3: Is SRS the stadium series?
2: SRS is the... Is SRS the stadium series? Yeah, it is. I don't know. It doesn't make sense, Hi, but I like it. If you win the stadium series game, you go to the playoffs. SRS okay. is a team rating that takes a, into account goal differential and strength of schedule. Oh, so it's the like
0: Corsi. What I forgot here... Similar except to Corsi. The Pacific division Such a puck guy.
2: is terrible.
0: <laughs> Every team in the Pacific is awful and should be banned from the playoffs, except for the Kings, maybe. Uh, Arizona's
2: awful. Kings and Sharks. Sharks are good, too.
0: How is Edmonton terrible again? Edmonton is picked first in the draft oh, I was 11 just say straight that. years.
2: Do they have uh, McDavid or Eichel? Yeah, except McDavid, McDavid got David. hurt. They have McDavid. And then who has Eichel? Uh,
0: Buffalo. Who's oh. not terrible this year. <clears> throat> no, throat> they're terrible. I take it back. They're, they're back. I think,
4: there.
3: John, I think I have an answer to the Edmonton question. I actually saw an Edmonton highlight the other day. <laughs> oh, Their and first it look, one. And it looks like the stadium is still in 1987. It's still like lit, kind of weird and dusty. Yep, and it just looks kind of like it's about ready to fall down.
0: Whoever their just, goalie is is playing stand-up goalie instead of yeah. It just butterfly. it doesn't it
3: doesn't look right. It looks like an uncanny valley type of situation where it's not really real. And I think even it, I don't think Edmonton exists. So what, I'm yeah, to say.
0: what you're saying is Edmonton is trapped in an. Time envelope that has Edmonton is a in false flag. Is what I'm trying to say.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's Edmonton doing was something. invented
0: by Justin Trudeau, to not an actual Distract place. attention yes. from his. It just. Liberal policies. I'm
3: serious. So if you look at like a highlight of Edmonton right now, and then like a highlight of Edmonton during the Gretzky, Yari, Curry years, it looks exactly the same. So it's, it's some very sort of like dark and weird. It's actually just I'm a not, soundstage. I'm not comfortable Edmonton about this. Doesn't
2: exist. Yeah, that's true. I've never heard of anybody actually going to Edmonton. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if they're like, no, it actually took place in a studio in Edmonton. It's like a, some sort of front for government activity. Yep.
3: Team owner is Stanley Kubrick. That's all you need to know. Look it up, everybody.
2: That's a, that's a Look fact. Look it up,
3: sheep. Room 237.
0: I don't get to talk to Wade tomorrow and discover whether that's a fact or not. That's actually pretty depressing.
2: Um, you can't talk to Wade tomorrow. You're not, allowed, not allowed to talk allowed. to him ever again. Um, are we done with Puck Talk?
0: Oh, we're talking about Edmonton and whether it's trapped inside a time envelope, so, yeah. so I'm going to yeah. go ahead and yeah, say we yes. probably
3: can, can transition. Hey, Stu, do you read the news? I do. Do you Sometimes. know anything about
2: the Viking Stadium issues? Specifically, they're having some challenges finding open tailgating lots.
3: Um, there is a very upset Vikings fan who goes by the name of Sir Death, who is. Furious that he's going to have to walk six blocks in his full makeup <laughs> and gear from the tailgating lot to the new stadium.
2: Why? Why don't we have Sir Death on the podcast right now? He I can't realize. speak.
3: He doesn't know English. Um, he doesn't know English. I mean, sure. yeah, he's putting the makeup on right now for the preseason <laughs> opener. It's a process.
2: Hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I have to get in the zone. Uh, I just so Sir Death I, is he the only one upset? Sir Death? Or is this a legitimate? I assume
3: threat? Larry Spooner is furious, I have to assume. You lots. What, Clarence? What Clarence? Bo- oh, was that, Clarence?
2: Build some lots. Bulldoze, oh, all them bullshit.
5: Bulldoze all them bullshit buildings up there. That's... Nobody wants them anyways.
3: But Terrible isn't tar- Target Center's farther away than six blocks from the new stadium? That's yeah. not going to help.
2: I bulldoze it
3: anyways.
2: Well, just <laughs> we're already in the process of yeah. We Let's might see, to... yeah, I already got the bulldozer up there. We're not making any money on that lot, might as well just.
3: Well, um, there, no, John, where's your old office building in relation to the new stadium?
0: Uh, it's about six blocks. Let's just oh, go ahead and bulldoze it's six blocks it. away. I'm not gonna do anything.
2: Is this an actual uh, problem, though? Because no,
3: it's not a problem.
0: Well, it's it's a little different because up until about. Eight years ago, ten years ago, somewhere in there, there were nothing but parking lots around the Metrodome area. Yeah, I remember that. It was just dirt parking lots and then that one liquor store up on Washington Avenue.
2: The
3: Liquor
0: Depot, wasn't it? Yeah, Liquor Depot. That's the one. And then all of a sudden, it almost happened overnight that on every block in downtown Minneapolis, a condominium went up. Mm -hmm. Even now, there's still condos being built, and I just can't understand where the people are coming from. That are living in these condos, but sure enough, out of yeah, the they, woodwork, Lakeville—they're all coming from Lakeville. They knock down the out Star Tribune headquarters and put up condos there.
5: The less that you make Vikings games an event, the less likely people are to go. So every—if t- you take away tailgating, you take away a large reason why people will even want to buy a ticket. So now you are building a billion-dollar stadium for an event that less and less people are going to want to go to.
2: Well, and then and. They're lucky right now because they're good and they will be good. But there is obviously going to be seasons where they're three and thirteen, and with no tailgating. I mean, it's hard for me to get in the mind of a not so Vikings fan, but seems to be a lot less reason to go. Well,
3: okay, what's the right amount of blocks? Zero. Zero. Surround you the thing you with tailgating. You're your parking lot, like a Lambo setup.
4: I want Lambo. To- yeah. Like
0: There's a high school a football game, mm-hmm. I want to pull my pickup truck up to the end zone and just tailgate inside the pickup. That would be ideal,
2: but, to, you know, that's... Let's be reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Bulldoze the Target Center. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Minneapolis City Hall building. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Yep. Met Council. Useless. Head over. Useless. Donate it.
0: The Armory. That doesn't need to be there anymore. I don't
2: even know what that's for. So, so yep. It over. That's
3: it. been abandoned for God knows how many years.
2: That actually is a lot, isn't it? Not really a lot. You know, lot, I think it is a part of It is a I <laughs> parked in there for a Twins game years ago. Federal Reserve. Yep. <laughs> Useless. The old one and the new one. What have you done for me lately? Fed. Reserve. Ben Bernanke. Yeah.
0: Get the fuck Negative out of here. Negative interest rates. <laughs> yeah, a right. Break.
5: Bulldoze them all. Surround the whole stadium. So on the what east side, it's like a big highway, junction, overpass mm-hmm. mess. They can't really do a lot about that. Uh, Bobby so everything and Steve's.
0: Else. They can knock over Bobby and Steve's.
5: So that's northeast. Yeah, he can knock that over. Yeah. What do I care? I don't knock need Nope. watch Nope. I, Isn't that where McKinney like tugged it in the chip aisle or something? Did He got arrested Did he? at Bobby and Steve's.
2: Really? Tugging it in the yeah. chip aisle? Is that he like when they had that uh, I like those sun new chips Frito lays flavors time, that came out, and he was just so excited about like the mashed potato flavor, he just went nuts.
3: I don't know. I, I understand that yeah. it's called. Bacon flavored. It was it in Canada. Bacon
2: flavored. <laughs> I get it. Yep. I love chips. It's happened to every, every one of us. Yeah. Yeah. It makes total sense. Uh, but I but I can't confirm that report about McKinney tugging it to the ch- in the chip aisle. I don't know for sure if that's true. We
5: had confirmed that he got arrested at Bobby and Steve's. The tugging in the chip aisle, I may have exaggerated.
2: You may have some inside sources of that's what really happened, but we can't. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. We're going to go with allegedly just over this whole podcast. Yep. That means we can say whatever we want as long as we say allegedly first. So it's... It's not an issue just yet because they may still have a resolution of the lots, right?
3: I honestly, don't. Know. I don't know where I do not. A I lot. do not have sympathy for people who are in full body armor. But if it's like you know, just they're going to town to have a couple beers with the guys and then want to go to see the game, then I do have some sympathy to that. Yes,
2: I know. Sir Death sounds like a weird hobby, but uh, it's his passion, man. I feel bad for Sir Death. I, who I didn't know existed until just now. I could
5: give two shits about Sir Death. I'm just saying from a pure economic standpoint, from a uh, development standpoint, every every amenity you take away is one less reason for people to use the stadium for what it was intended to be used for. The people That's, stadium. That's right. So, you know, surround it with condos or whatever and, Oh, green roofs, and you guys can all <laughs> tug it like McKinney on the green roof. But uh, when the when the stadium's half empty, you know, don't come crying to me.
2: You know us so well.
0: I do love a green roof.
2: Especially tugging on a green roof. You know, you say that like that's a bad thing, Clarence. That's got to be, like, a pretty cool place to do it. Don't you think?
5: Well, it's I would have
2: tons of privacy. It's equal it's conscious. an
5: imper- you know it's a permeable surface. That's the whole point of a green roof Is that instead of it being a you know impervious rough where the runoff goes into a sewer system, the the, the green rough, the vegetation uses the uses the uh, the, the rainfall. Runoff. Yeah, it, it yeah it infiltrates and and uses it and filters it. Then it runs into the sewer system. So I suppose it's kind of I mean it's environmental. Yeah, instead of tugging it in your sock like you guys do, it's into a who into a
2: who you've been talking about fescue to? socks just make sense. I mean, they're right there. I don't know. They they both make sense to me. I guess I'm pro tugging yeah. it wherever Green you want to tug it. And socks, they both, both of them. make
0: an equal amount of sense.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think we're as a as an organization where we support both of them as options. Uh, any more on Sir Death? Do you guys want to? It's just funny. It is just funny. It's funny when Vikings fans suffer. I, I feel so far <laughs> removed because there's no way I'm going to be going to a game or tailgating anyway. So um, so I was just curious if this was an actual concern.
0: I just I have trouble getting in, inside the mind of Sir Death. When someone called him up to it, interview him about this, think, you know what, I think people are going to care about my plate. Yeah I dress up like a demon for Vikings games
2: Well he probably does entertain people there Right
0: well, True but if you really wanted to entertain people He can drink 14 beers and fall down True There's
3: Nothing funnier than no, that No he's not a Bills fan he's a Vikings fan
4: <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy Alright should we move can, on
3: they going to set up like the Bills fans have Or they just end up on Deadspin every Monday Doing something stupider That's and stupider. what I'm talking about Always That's what, what I want <laughs> Just somebody ends up on fire and yeah. <laughs> running headfirst <laughs> into a bus. I mean,
0: it, I can, can it, it helps that Buffalo is one giant parking lot.
5: We can do that. We I know we can do us. that. We have that in us. We. I'm not selling us short. No, I know we, we can, can be that good. Clarence believes in
2: us. <clears throat> one, uh, the thing you need to do before you do it is dream it. So mm-hmm. I got to dream it, and, and if you can dream it. it.
1: Real noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: You can do it. You can do it. We just thought of that. Right All
5: now. I do is make shit dope. Hashtag
2: facts. <laughs> I mean that's that's so true. Yep. That's actually one of his better ones.
0: <laughs> that actually you're, makes you're, some sense. Yeah. The dream board worse.
3: you have in your den is just you getting head from somebody of indiscriminate gender and in Helga braids while you're chugging fireball. It's just <laughs> that's, cool. that's your dream board. <laughs> Rock hard now. Right before the game. <laughs> oh
4: boy.
2: Okay, I want to talk Wolves.
0: I want to hear you talk Wolves. Are are the Wolves trading Ricky Rubio Brandon? Say it ain't so.
2: I don't think that they are. And I don't think that that's an actual conversation happening in front offices right now. Now, obviously, this is a podcast that we're recording on a Wednesday evening before the trade deadline. So there is, of course, a better than zero chance that you're listening to this and he's already been traded. He might have been traded right now. Everything that we're hearing, though, is that there, there actually haven't been any discussions about him being traded. So I don't really want to talk so much about that. I just want to talk about the idea that I feel like there is some disagreement between fans of how valuable Rubio is. And a lot of people look at like, well, he can't shoot, so he's bad. And that's it's true that he can't <laughs> that's shoot. That's a fair
0: criticism
2: though. It's a f- it's fair, but it's just so myopic. He's like the gold glove Shortstop who steals eighty five percent of his bases that you know doesn't hit for power or does you know doesn't have a great batting well, average like, they're like, so valuable. He's in a so gold He's
0: he's Mark Bellinger. Bellinger.
3: Why did I say Bellinger? Bellinger. It's Bellinger. Is it Bellinger?
2: Let's just not yes. even say it again because he's not that guy.
3: Okay, he is. He's a really good. At, he's he's an really amazing
2: good
0: pro. defensive shortstop that hits one ninety two.
2: No, he's better than that because there's I. I don't know. Let's say, can we say he's Andre Dawson?
0: No, we can't say he's Andre Dawson. He's good Andre at everything Andre Dawson was except, an amazing hitter.
2: Yeah, but he wasn't very good at getting on base. Like, he had a low on-base percentage, but he had good power and good defense and good stolen bases. You Rubio know, is everything but... I don't think you can say that a
0: guy who can't
2: score is just a guy who doesn't get on base. That's, to me, the best equivalent... In the four seconds that I had to think about it, (laughs) is Andre (laughs) Dawson. Is Andre Dawson. Um, Because.
0: Who who else of the 1980s era Cubs can you compare him to?
2: Uh, Gary Carter. Is he more
0: of a. Sean Dunstan?
2: Sean Dunstan, Ryan Sandberg, Leon. What's his name? Leon. Durham. Leon Durham. Is he Leon Durham? I'm not sure. Uh, My point is that. Okay, it's hard to cross sports anyway. I'm only doing that because... Mark yeah. Grace. Let's compare him to a hockey player. Is he more like Mike Bossy? Who is a hockey player that had an unbelievable plus-minus but didn't score many well, Plus-minus
0: isn't a really, real thing. It's so not you're in saying hockey? he's like a defensive forward in hockey, a Selkie Trophy winner. Uh, that's
5: Nicholas Lindstrom.
2: Nicholas that's a Lindstrom defense, a name defenseman,
0: is a defensive
5: forward. forward.
2: Okay. Probably... Somebody who you need to really watch the sport a lot to appreciate. Okay. And if you don't, then you don't appreciate him. Right. So That's Ricky Rubio. So that's Ricky Rubio. And I feel vindicated watching him and appreciating him that a lot of the other smart guys, guys that are way smarter than me, Pritt Robson and Steve McPherson and all those guys yeah. are defending him hardcore too, is that, of course, if you quickly look at the box score, you're like, he scored eight points on two of seven shooting. He is bad. But you don't realize that night in and night out is plus minus is better than almost everybody else on the team.
0: And I would say bla- basketball plus minus is more useful than hockey plus minus. Correct?
2: Like it's a well, I don't know about hockey that much. Basketball is it's super important on a looking like in a bigger picture. You can't one game, yeah. You know, obviously.
0: But it's sort of interesting game to game. Like wow. They were minus 23 when Greg Doritos
2: was on the floor. Exactly. And it's usually net rating, right? Because it's like you could be plus four, and you look at that on the box where you think that looks good. Well, your team won by 20. You were actually one of the worst yeah. guys in the – So it's net rating, like on and off the court.
0: Yeah, more relative than absolute.
2: And he's really, really good all the time because there is so much more to basketball than, uh, than your own individual scoring. So
0: I'm a Rube. I'm a basketball Rube. Yeah. Give me something to watch for in Ricky Rubio's game?
2: Um, perimeter well, defense. His defense is so good. Not only... like he, There's no such thing, I don't think, in a league <laughs> as a lockdown perimeter defender mm-hmm. for on a point guard. They're just mm-hmm. too fast. But understanding uh, this guy, uh, I'm going to play off him because he can't shoot outside or I'm going to take him left because he wants to go right and I'm going to understand how to run a pick-and-roll defense or... And, so, so so there's that. Just watching the team defense in general for Rubio knows where he's going. And then how he runs an offense. Like, he knows when to speed it up because he can look quickly and see, these are the numbers of the guys that I have. We're going to go for it. And when to slow it down. He's just a great, I don't know, floor general, whatever the cliched term is. Um, and so I think he's a lot better than people give him credit for. And beyond that, he's got a really good, cheap contract. And another thing to think about is the Wolves are bad. Yes, they are. They're very, very, very bad. And because they're bad, nobody wants to come play for us. Nobody <laughs> is raising their hand and going, like, if you can if you can get me to Minnesota, I'll sign that contract. Maybe soon in the future, but to date, they I haven't gotta, been. I gotta so when you have a like good player, you got to hold on to that good player.
0: I, I, I kind of feel like that's starting to turn around, though. Like, If you look at the Wolves right now and you're a player who's thinking about where to play, we've got Rubio and Andrew Wiggins and Cat, who's amazing already. It's not impossible to look at the Timberwolves and be like, you know, they have something there. I totally agree. If they can just get Hank Hill out of the coaching position. (laughs) (laughs) Let
5: me ask you this. So... Kevin Durant is what going to be the biggest free agent this offseason, correct? Correct. Probably or, or well, is LeBron a free agent still Is he doing the one year year by year thing that he's
2: been People doing? are assuming he'll sign another short term, yeah. Okay.
5: Is there I'm crazy, you know I'm crazy. I don't know shit about NBA. Yep. Why give me give me a good reason why Kevin Durant would not want to come to the Timberwolves. Just there
2: because their history, because they've always sucked. I mean uh, no, it's just because there's – They could offer him the max, couldn't they? There's a lot of teams that could offer him the max. Probably two-thirds of the teams could offer him the max. And what we're saying is that the, the Wolves are – they're not the 30th best destination anymore. Yeah, now they're Philadelphia. like Philadelphia. Now they're like the 19th best. Or if you want to be charitable, like that's the, not nothing. the 13th best. If you best. draw that on a graph – Yeah, yeah. They're going to be the negative 15th best correct, in a couple of years. But they're still not a top 5, 10 destination. So if I'm Durant, mm. I look at Towns uh, and Wiggins and go, That's, those guys are going to be great. But I kind of want to win in the next year or two. Those guys are about 20 years old right now. Um, but there's also a bunch of mid-range free agents that I believe, and again, this is just us thinking about
5: you it. You guys dream so small. I'm dreaming Durant. I dream, I'm dream. i dreaming big. Durant to the Wolves. I just invented.
3: He's dreaming in color. Durant? You guys are dreaming in black and white.
2: Yep. Damn. What? That stings. You also dreamed that Love would be traded to the Lakers for some weird draft picks or whatever. So Might still happen. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I guess you're right. It could. <laughs> love's going to be like 41 happen. and they like, <laughs> trade it for a contract. Told you, motherfuckers. I didn't tell you when. It's true. That was that's If you think Love
5: isn't going to, at some point, play for the Lakers, you're a crazy person. He is going to end up playing for them.
2: Yeah, it's possible. Well, I mean, the Lakers sign – they have a new team every single year, so the <laughs> just the laws yeah, yeah. in general, you'd, mm-hmm. you'd expect he's going to roll through there at some point. Um, so I don't think they're going to get a top-tier um, free agent, at least in the next couple years, but – uh, they're becoming more attractive. But the point is, with Rubio, you have to hold on to somebody who's a undervalued player on a really friendly contract. Those guys are very, very rare. If you look at the the um, some of the smart guy statistics, I don't have them pulled up right now, but on Rubio, he ranks up there a lot higher than you'd expect for point guards. Again, I'm not saying he's like a Russell Westbrook type, but he's undervalued because he doesn't, Doesn't score much. And what's weird to me, and I think we talked about this last week, is a very common thing that I actually right off the bat agreed with was you can't have Rubio be one of your guys long-term because his shit might work in the regular season, but it ain't going to work in the playoffs because teams are going to just let him shoot all day long. Like when
0: the Celtics in the playoffs a few years ago when... They would deliberately not guard Rondo at all, just daring him to shoot a 14 footer.
2: Right. But then you think, like, well, Rondo has a ring and got really deep in the playoffs a bunch of other times. And his other, the other, um, common, um, reference, uh, or comparison to Rubio is Jason Kidd who had a ton of playoff success, right? He was in the finals. True,
0: but Kid eventually learned to shoot a little bit. A little bit,
2: right? He just basically not became a, a spot-up three-point yeah. shooter. He
0: became an average shooter.
2: Yep. But those are your two most recent examples of guys who can not shoot and play point guard, and they both had a ton of playoff success. So, again, I'm not saying I for sure disagree with that, but those are the first two guys that, that come to mind that made it work. So I don't know if, if that's – I don't know. It makes me feel better, but – Again, not being able to be as deep a playoff run as we were hoping because Rubio is a great problem to have and not one that we're really equipped to have just yet, like we're not even close to sniffing the playoffs, so I want them to keep Rubio for a long time. I want him to be part of the part of the future. I think he's a great fit. We just need a <laughs> uh, a couple other solid players. I don't really give a shit about the draft this year. I want them to find him. Through some sort of free agent trade. I know it's going to be tough. You're wrong. You're uh, sh- wrong about the NBA. This is a shitty draft, man. There's not very many good players. So All right. I can't
0: wait to pick first in this one.
2: Well, if they pick first or second, they're great. This is a two person draft. Oh, so they're picking third. Simmons and, and Ingram. Well, this is, I mean, again, it's February, so it could all change by when do they draft? June? I don't even, I think it's June. When do we um, always go to legends? We yeah, that's at. true. It's right around there. Um, so it could get a lot better, but right now it seems to be the the Wolves are going to be picking, like, fifth or seventh or something, and they'll get an okay player. So the answer's not there, um, but I just hope they don't Or
0: they the can get an excellent late-round steal like Zach Levine or Shabazz Muhammad.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: When are you going to apologize to Flip? Or
2: hopefully one of those guys could actually turn into an okay player. <laughs> that would be even better uh, and would be great, but... Uh, I don't know when that's gonna happen if ever, um so that was me defending Rubio, Clarence. Do you have any uh parting thoughts about that?
5: I am personally rich and can buy furs and
2: houses for my family.
3: I love that one so much. Wait. I love that one so much.
2: I like that he started with furs. Kanye said that, <laughs> yeah, he <did>. yeah yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, okay. I, don't I love understand, cocaine. I don't understand one <laughs> thing about Kanye West.
2: Not one thing.
3: Just, again, cocaine. That's all you need to know.
2: That's it. If you... Well, no, I don't want to get do it.
0: <laughs> I need you guys to explain Kanye to me like you explained Molly to me.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think if you're going to start uh, caring about your art based on the artist... You're going to have nothing to care for at all. Almost every artist in general is a bad person. Will disappoint you personally. Yeah. They either already have or they will soon. There's too many exceptions to even. There's too many examples. <laughs> we to call even this start the David Bowie about. rule. Yeah. Universally loved. Probably a bad person. Yeah. The Woody Allen rule. Yeah. The Roman Polanski rule <laughs> We don't What's necessarily up? have Rolling to all that of Let's Every on. figure in art of Every any goddamn musician Over the last 300 years Since the beginning of time is bad somehow By what? all
3: accounts Huey Lewis was a good dude <laughs> And Lewis. is a good dude <laughs> I can't speak little. for the rest of the news But Huey Lewis is an alright guy
2: You know we won't but. speak for the news on this podcast <laughs> Huey no, Lewis
3: no, was I mean, just
0: shit. He was just a dude <laughs> Who liked sports Mm-hmm. Who was as <laughs> surprised as anyone that he was popular?
2: That was the scene from American Psycho, right, Huey Lewis? Yes. Great scene. Twas. Twas. Okay, let's talk. Gopher for hoops,
0: guys. They play. They play Rutgers next week. That's a battle of teams that haven't won a game yet.
3: <laughs> Yikes! There was
0: There's a three? only
3: three. Power conference teams left that haven't won a game.
0: There's a great quote from one of the Rutgers players. Apparently, somebody asked him what they have to do to win a game, and he's like, "I don't know, just pray."
2: He was gonna say, "Just play the Gophers."
3: That was an actual public quote from yikes. A college and the Gopher who's giving there up. was actual Gophers news today, and that they kicked somebody off the team.
0: Oh yeah, oh, really? Carlos Morris got kicked yeah. off the team. Oh, uh,
2: what
3: <laughs> one of one of his teammates.
2: I guys want to do your top 10 favorite, i Went on Carlos. Twitter and
3: asked, what's Squirrel do? <laughs> Apparently, Carl, Carlos Morris' nickname is Squirrel. Oh, damn. What's and Squirrel do? What's Squirrel do? I was like, oh, thank you, Randall, for retweeting that. I had no idea. <laughs> what a mess. What? That is a goddamn super fun site. My God.
0: <laughs> you know who I feel bad for <laughs> is Amelia Reno. Or Amelia. we
2: got to get her back on just <laughs> to gripe.
3: just The worst stories from this year, I think, are going to be well worth it.
0: Just openly drinking whiskey
3: during games and at Anything
5: t- She can talk about anything but go for basketball. Just let's be
3: Yeah. And one world. other very large elephant in the room that she shouldn't talk oh, about. Oh, that too. Yeah. Anything else, just give her a break.
2: We should have her on and just not record it. We should have just hang out with her. One week we'll have Gleeman on to
0: talk over basketball, and the next week we'll have Amelia on to talk about the twins. That's good.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, she did uh, her before she came to the strip. She like did uh, stuff for the Red Sox for the Boston Globes, So, yeah, I know she's a she's a she's a baseball she's a ball gal. So, um, she might good be a good baseball. Good
2: for planning session. Now, we're not yeah. still recording, are yeah. we? We should God, probably
3: talk God. about
0: some of these things. Who would emailer. listen to this
3: garbage?
2: Very quickly, is there some some footy news, John? United? <laughs> there,
0: there was a report today from Brian Strauss, who, works, who writes for Sports Illustrated, who reported something that's been rumored for a long time, which is that Minnesota United, when they go to MLS, which will almost certainly be next year, 2017, that they will no longer be called Minnesota United. And... That's fine, except the reason is ridiculous, because the reason is the other team that's joining MLS in 2017 is Atlanta, and Atlanta chose the nickname United, and so MLS is nervous about having two teams named United entering the league at the same time, and is overall nervous about having another team named United when one of the founding MLS teams was DC United.
4: Jesus. Now,
0: it is a little Canadian football to have teams with the same nickname But United is a very common soccer nickname Three of the teams in the Premier League are named United this year What? Fourteen I think uh, Alex Schieferdecker, decker who's one of the other Northern Pitch writers, said Fourteen English teams in of the 92 teams, their nickname is United so What the fuck? Why? It's a very, it's a very common so many other names It's like, a very common cool soccer was. nickname so to have two Just or three teams naming it it's like saying only one team could be named FC. There can only well Toronto FC is already there so they can't be Minnesota FC or whatever.
3: Has it has it been brought up yet fuck Atlanta sideways or not?
0: We're getting to that. Okay. So there's two things that don't make sense here. Number one, Atlanta chose their nickname halfway through last year long after MLS had accepted Minnesota as a member of the league. Uh So if this does actually happen, and Minnesota has to change their nickname, what would happen is that Atlanta, which didn't have a nickname at the time Minnesota came into the league, would be called United. And Minnesota, which has been United since 2013, would have to choose a different nickname, which makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And MLS is famous for terrible, nonsensical confusing decisions but this would be one of one of their greatest ones the other thing that's kind of funny is that minnesota united in part chose their name because minnesota pro soccer has been named five different things over the past even 10 years even going back to the kicks days they've been the kicks they've been the thunder they were nsc minnesota one year then they were the minnesota then i think they were the nsc minnesota stars then they were just the minnesota stars then they're Minnesota United, in part to try to unite what has been sort of a fractious history. That wait, 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 wait. Part wait, of the wait. reason they changed. Wasn't
5: chose. the owner. Didn't the owner own a company called. Yes. United? The owner
0: also owned United Health
5: Group. I mean, that that's what I always assumed. But was. at the time, at oh, the time yeah, he the, bought. The Woodbury the, Swindler,
0: that guy.
2: At the time he yeah. bought
0: the team, he no longer was the CEO of United Health Group. And so. it sounds
2: like if you can't think of a name in soccer. Like let's just United let's is just not a bad way
0: to go.
5: So you Scott think he feels guilty about your watch Eastern East Metro suburbs shuddering elementary school <laughs> while he built them out of millions of dollars? So there's, all the there's some
0: pit. history for the United <laughs> nickname for Minnesota. Atlanta, meanwhile, well, you can actually hear
3: John Tap dance while doing this answer.
0: When you <laughs> when you can talk, Atlanta. There was a team in Atlanta, which Atlanta United, the new team, completely ignored. The Atlanta Silverbacks had to fold because of the competition from the new team. So naming a team United is sort of just a slap in the face to everybody who watched pro soccer in Atlanta before. Right, Which uh, doesn't actually mean anything, but just the fact of MLS accepting a team already named United, then having an expansion team decide they were going to be called United, and then making the original team change its name would be... We talk a lot about peak MLS and what would be the most MLS thing to do. Yeah, this is pretty close to the yeah. top MLS thing to do.
2: Let me throw an idea at you, Minnesota North Stars FC. i has been suggested. Oh my god,
0: Clarence <laughs> will burn this thing down. He knows where you live and
2: he
5: sees. I where will you tunnel sleep. under that stadium.
2: Hashtag facts. <laughs> it will
5: be gone. Like people will wake up driving down smelling like bling, 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 bling. mother christ the stadium's gone it is <laughs> imploded
2: into the <laughs> earth impl- core
5: <laughs> into people in china will wake up <laughs> like what is this soccer stadium hey what the, what the fuck um, is this amazing because i have corn through the
2: entire earth north and stars fc print it some- by,
0: by the way, Clarence, I verified that there will be no, can, repeat no, canoe parking at the new stadium.
5: Well, that's, that's fine. If they don't like to be transit friendly at the new stadium, that's, that's
2: fine. I feel like canoe people, soccer people, that's like a Venn diagram. That's like an 80% overlap. Yeah. It's basically just canoe a circle. On,
0: it's not even a Venn diagram. <laughs> if <it's just, laughs> they just don't the want point. to be
5: canoe friendly, then they're not going to be canoe certified. And uh, they want that hanging over their heads. So. Yeah, Fine, you buddy. want
0: that silver canoe certification or not?
3: That's a special. Sounds like they don't. Well, if they don't have a hacky sack circle, that's going to be a. <laughs> that might be a backbreaker. You got to have that. I mean, that's if you can get a hack going. I mean, you get a good
2: hack going. Get a little hack circle
3: for the HC. Beforehand. Yeah, a rack for people who have walking sticks.
2: A pregame HC, it's <laughs> basically required.
5: All you dudes in San Fran play rap music in your
2: homes. (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true. Uh, So to close the loop on that, I don't particularly
0: care about the name United. I'm just tired of explaining what the team is named to people. And it's starting... They've they've been united long enough that people sort of understand who you're talking about when you say Minnesota United, right? Because before they were Minnesota Thunder for 15 years, yeah, and everyone was like, "We don't have a pro soccer team." What the heck are you talking about? And then as soon as they were the Stars, people are like, "Oh, you mean the Thunder?" It's like, and then once they changed the United, they're like, "Oh, you mean the the Minnesota Stars that soccer team?" They changed their name. So we so need some. I'm just tired of explaining what their name is. I don't particularly care about United I thought it was generic at the time And I'd be fine with them Changing it to Loons or whatever But then I have to explain to people Well, they're not United anymore They're the Minnesota Loons
2: Yeah, that's going Minnesota Loons
0: Soccer Club and I'm Well, just I'm tired on board
2: with the North Stars thing <laughs> I think we all are Sportive Yep, Clarence is mm-hmm. Sportive POV hard. So Do we want to talk Twins? Yes No
0: when do pitchers and catchers report? That's always a big,
2: that's always a big this exciting day really that doesn't week, actually think, mean anything. This week, pretty soon.
3: Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Aren't, fine. Let's not talk about it. Yeah,
0: them. most of the Twins are already down there, right? Yeah. I just want Byron Buxton to hit like four fifteen this spring, so they give him the center field job right out of camp. That's all I want.
2: That's it. That's all you ask for. We're gonna do a rolling. Um, uh, segment starting next week about the twins. Um, we'll give it about because it'll be about four weeks until the actual game starts, or six weeks, and so we'll get into it soon, but not this week. Last thing on my mind, Stu, did you watch the Grammys? I did. Any thoughts? Just give us a little like what's hot in in tunes these days.
3: Um, let's see. Uh, or who Taylor deserved
2: Smith? their? Yeah. Okay taylor swift she's just so fucking excited
3: every she very moment excited. she uh just, she uh sub she subtweeted kanye when she accepted her award for record of the year i like that which, i didn't like how she do.
2: broke down crying when she didn't win an award because her friend ed won an award just tone oh, her that, down just tone that, it down taylor
3: that ron weasley looking motherfucker yeah that i yeah Oh that song is just trash.
2: It is a um, bad song and he's a very funny looking person. So it has to be very not, inspirational for yeah, every I, other funny looking person on the planet. And like, he's like funny something looking. that
3: Jim Henson came up with for Fraggle Rock and just threw out in the back cuz it scared too many kids.
2: Like he's in like the 8th percentile of looks wise. So that's very inspirational I think for for everybody else on the planet. Like that dude. Dude's like a music Hey, like he's a celebrity.
3: Yeah, I yeah, he does not do much for me. Um, let's see. Uptown Funk got the the uh, song of the year, which seems right because it's weird, you know, Uptown
2: Funk was from this it year. It was released like seven years ago. It was released yeah, like two thousand. It fell, it fell
3: within that. the Grammy parameters, but I mean, well, it seems like it's been around for fifty years, which is probably the sign of a song that's, Well, I've heard that, it
2: twenty million times. That's probably yeah, one exactly reason.
3: everyone's sick to death of it. But I mean, it's a know, great it, song.
2: Honestly, it, it's a very well. Really yeah, song. it
3: rips off nineteen eighties Prince and Flight Time and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis stuff. So it's fine by me. Um, Jason Isbell. Who is I think universally beloved by his sportive and its listeners won two awards. So that is what I uh, that's what I got out of the Grammys. Did you watch
2: Kendrick Lamar?
3: Um, I did not. I was actually picking Piper up from dance, but I was like checking Twitter at the studio, and like everyone's going, "Holy shit!"
2: Yeah, that Kendrick, that is a dude. So he brought it, apparently. Yeah, he has got <laughs> such a good vision, and he's really intense, and. Uh... He's just working really hard and I feel like he's at the top of his game right now. I liked his album. I didn't love it. I thought it was a little too like jazzy. Well, too just jazzy and horns and some. Slow Whenever you put butterfly in your album
3: title, you're bound to have like some jazz horns in there.
2: Yeah, it's but just, he did that because like the heritage of uh, of jazz music, he's really into. So I, I respected the album more than I liked it, but there were some great <laughs> this songs has been on true there. of
0: every jazz album from, <laughs> yeah, no from the, the start of the. Run. But start there was some time. great
2: some great jams on there, some really really good ones, and that dude is just killing it right now. I think Kendrick Lamar. People, I don't know. Somebody said like. He's what Kanye should be if Kanye didn't give a shit about being famous. Because Kendrick Lamar doesn't care; he just cares about the music. Um, and his performance was fucking awesome. It was really, really, really good. I wanted to complain about Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, with her David Bowie. It was tell me how that was any different than what's going to be happening on like the 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 next Carnival cruise ship.
3: Well, I mean, I'm not a big fan of medleys to begin with, and they're just just take one song, nail it. Cause she's clearly got the pipes to do a. She's talented. Justice. I love
2: Lady Gaga. Yeah. She's she great. Had a
3: very her national anthem was very good at the Super Bowl. Yes, so and just, she's you know,
2: got this creative energy didn't... about her. I, I'm a I'm a big Gaga fan, but that was just a steaming pile of turd. It was a yeah, steaming pile of eye turd to have to watch, <laughs> and ear turd to have to listen
3: to. Boom.
2: <laughs> Boo all of it.
3: Yeah, or just picked one song, nailed it, you know, and like Starman or like on Mars or something. Just, you know, do it at a piano and nail it and walk off the stage a hero. That's, yeah.
2: She she did like 60 songs in two minutes.
3: And then Johnny Depp was on stage after that, and I just playing guitar. Johnny Depp doing there? He's in a band he, with fucking a Alice Super Cooper. Group.
2: What? Yeah, Alice Cooper and the guy from Aerosmith. Joe
3: Perry from Aerosmith. Like Me. who And they're called the you Hollywood know, Vampires. I let you guys
1: pretty much
0: make up anything you want pop culture-wise, and I don't know enough to tell you that's not true. Yeah. But there's no way that Johnny Depp is in a band with Alice Cooper and the guitarist from Aerosmith.
2: So he... So Alice Cooper sang and Joe Perry You know knows how to play guitar So you always just thought like oh so Johnny Depp's just like His guitar is not even plugged in right He's just hanging out He has a
0: plastic
3: guitar
2: And they gave him like a uh, like a part in the song Like mm-hmm. I don't know if he was singing or like sort of speaking He was saying those... go see
3: Pirates of the Caribbean 4 It's up in theaters, <laughs> August 2016 Tim Burton is underappreciated Johnny Depp <laughs>
0: must be stopped Someone I don't know how do they something. got
2: on stage is my question. Like, did they just pay, or was it? are they that much of a draw? Because it was bad. I mean, it was legitimately very bad music.
3: And yeah, it doesn't it was, seem
2: to be that. It's and not Duff just was my there. opinion.
3: Duff from Guns N' Roses was there.
2: Duff was around. He was singing a little bit. It wasn't just bad in my terms. I think it was like a legitimately no one was feeling this band. Yeah. And they're just up there. Ending the show. Well, not ending it, but, you know, like the second-to-last performer. Yeah,
3: he was. Okay, yeah they they put them on right before pitbull I mean, you don't want to be the guy right? you don't want you don't want to be pitbull sloppy seconds, or, yeah, I don't know, yeah, vice versa either way I, I actually tend to, to
2: enjoy the Grammys most years, and not because that's actual great music, but there's usually one or two good performances and it's better than all the other award shows, you know, because it's music, it's way better than the fucking Oscars or whatever it's not just all speeches mm-hmm. but uh. I don't know, man. Wasn't feeling this year. Was not feeling it. Adele didn't sound great. Ah. Ah. That's my review. We'll get over it. We will. We'll get over it. Clarence, do you have any thoughts on the Grammys? The Grammys. You
5: you want me to talk about the Grammys. (laughs) When Charlemagne was calling me donkey of the day, I was in debt.
2: So, yeah, that's
5: a good point. Wait, <coughs> I just am reading. Char- is Charlemagne is he talking about like the Roman emperor, <laughs> or is there like a rapper or some singer dude called Charlemagne?
2: Probably Maybe it was chameleon. Both. Why not both? Probably both. I don't. You think... don't know. You're Bob. <laughs> rap music. Uh, you don't know Charlemagne? <laughs> I'm not sure what on earth he talking Wilson. about ever. I know Matt Molson is a guy no, Charlemagne I, I don't know if that's a guy if that's a singer no it's not in my not on my wheelhouse probably a rapper sounds like a good rap name I would do that Charlemagne if I was in, is an excellent to rap the name rapping. yeah Into I'm the looking rapping. it up how old am I
5: that's actually a pretty <laughs> cool <the> <laughs> that's a, that's kind cool, of a rap. cool rap name
2: yeah totally no that's a great one that's one of the best
0: William the Conqueror put out a couple good albums in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Rapper.
5: Bill the Conqueror. Oh, it's, up. it's a guy. It's Charlemagne the God.
2: Oh, the go- Charlemagne the God, of course. I thought you meant like a Charlemagne, Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Yeah, no, like Charlemagne Davis or something.
0: Charlemagne
3: the Musical. Oh, like he's
2: not that. a rapper. He is a radio
5: and TV personality.
3: Oh, like Cole. Sway. Like MTV Sway. Like Sway. Sway. Very much like Sway. It's the only one we know. It's the only <laughs> music
4: personality.
2: Oh, Sway, of course, yeah. Sway her and her Nick Nelson. Yeah, it's uh, Carson <laughs> Nelson, Sway.
3: Sway, Nick Nelson. Matt Pinfield. <laughs> and here's the latest from Seaweed. So
2: intense. <laughs> the most intense human being that has ever ever existed. <laughs> oh, boy. Matt uh, Pinfield kind of looks like... <laughs>
5: I, you know, a,
2: penis. If a if
5: human. Gorg penis. jumped off the Lafayette
2: Bridge, yep. and
5: they found him floating downstream. Like two weeks later, yep. that'd be Matt the
0: bloated courts of Kevin Gorg.
5: <laughs> like post wild law. Yep. I just can't take it anymore. Jumps off the left. Well, it'd be would be closer. Kellogg jumps off the Wabashaw yep. Street Bridge,
0: right off the high bridge.
5: Yep, they found him down at the. Uh, that's I'm down at Boone Island, Boone Island, like
3: two weeks later. <laughs> two weeks later, Matt and he just coming. wakes up. Like, He's still alive, and he has a really hard opinion about screaming trees. <laughs>
2: We're going to be back up next with Chris Cornell going solo. What an album.
3: These classic Soundgarden riffs.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know how this happens. I don't know where
3: we are. You end bring up, up Matt week. Pinfield. I've, I've got a wealth of 120 <laughs> minutes <laughs> in alternative just, nation. Stu references. just
0: comes to life when Matt Pinfield <laughs> yeah. is mentioned. it been is quiet for an hour and a half. The but.
2: wheelhouse of Stu. Stu's wheelhouse is Matt Pinfield jokes. Um,
3: I am out of things to talk about. You also sound like you're about ready to die, so yeah, we should probably wrap it up. I'm feeling like worse. Than,
0: I'm actually feeling more and more ill just sitting across the table from you. We him. have the
2: door closed. Poor John is going to be sick. I'm just next. inhaling your. Yeah, it's not good.
0: Miasma of sickness. It's
2: not mucus plugged up. Okay. Uh, well, fellas, it's been real. As always, I wish you guys the best. Listeners, Sounds appreciate good. you pressing play and sticking through the, to the end. And uh, we'll be back next week. Please don't give up on us. We'll get continue to get better. We're going to get yeah. it right. By episode Here's 300, number, we're going to be J. Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Playing you
0: out. Bye.